Welcome to the Conic Blueprint, where we talk about topics in the recruiting and staffing industry with the end goal to help improve people's lives. This podcast is brought to you by Conic, a technical recruiting company focusing on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing positions in the Midwest. Find out more at ConicNetwork.com. By way of introduction, uh, Jen Fitzke, Senior Technical Recruiter with us. Welcome, Jen. Welcome to... Thanks, Tom. Yeah, to our session. So, Jen, can you tell us a little bit about your role with Comic Prime staff and how long you've been with the company? So, I'm a Senior Technical Recruiter. I've been with the company now 20 years, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it feels like I can feel like every year of that 20 years in on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's flown by. Right. I recruit in the area of engineering. So mechanical manufacturing process quality. And then on the building system side, both mechanical for the HVAC systems and electrical for the power distribution and lighting. Great. So the building engineering side, any building that's being designed and engineered you take on positions that the the role is to to design the mechanical systems of a building design the lighting for building roles along those lines right yeah the mechanical systems and i should also add the water the hydronics or excuse me the plumbing and the piping and the hydronics for the cooling portions okay great awesome and then and then aside from that then you work on engineering roles so manufacturing engineering Mechanical engineering roles. Yeah. Yep. Mechanical engineering, manufacturing engineering, and process. I guess those those can be different, but they can be very similar. And then from an individual contributor role at the entry level up through management and executives. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think about the positions that I have right now. I could place an entry level electrical or HVAC designer today. And then I'm working on a manufacturing engineering manager. So they really run the gamut. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit of how you got started with Conic Prime staff, how you, how you found the company and tell us a little bit about that. So this is kind of a funny story. I had been working for a company as a recruiter in an industry that I wasn't all that excited about. And I had given notice and I gave my two week notice and timed it so that my last day would be on a Wednesday. I got married on Saturday. Oh my gosh. And left for honeymoon on Monday uh, and came back to no job. And so I decided that, and I had talked this out with my husband at the time. I was going to do contract recruiting when I got back. So I've been a contractor. I know what it means. And I did that. I did two contract recruiting gigs. And during that time, I was introduced to the world of staffing and temporary and temp to perm and direct hire staffing from the other side as a hirer, not just as the, as the hiree. Yeah. Is that a word? Hire? <laughs> well, it works. Go <laughs> with it. And and I, you know, and they were always very. And it was a call center, so they were sending over customer service people. Okay. And I just thought, oh my god, what a grind! I don't. I wouldn't want to do that as a recruiter. And because I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I didn't know. 
I put my resume and it was time to move on from the contract. The contract was ending and they had offered me a job, but it was a dual role and the hours didn't, the, the way that it was structured just didn't work out. So I decided to put my resume back out there and keep in mind, this is the fall of 1999. Mm-hmm. So there were job boards. It was still kind of a new space. And there was one that Career Builder has since purchased, but it was called Headhunter. So I threw my resume online and the CFO of Prime Staff, Troy Harper, reached out to me okay. and said, Hey, we have this opening. Have you ever given agency recruiting a try? And I thought, Oh God, this is exactly what I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just going to go corporate and stay corporate. And I'm so glad I didn't. It's been the ride of my life to be at this company and to first start at Prime Staff under different ownership with Kathy and Troy mm-hmm. and to really grow up as a recruiter and as a woman in this industry. I was newly married. I was 26 years old. I started the day yeah. after my birthday and had children, bought a house, you know, went through yeah. the marriage and completed that marriage and got in and I'm at a different point in my life, but yeah. it's been amazing going through all of that with them. And they were wonderful owners. And then as they were ready to go with the next phase of their life and to sell the company to you and Brad and, and there's more we could talk about there, but it's been yeah. so cool. It's just it, cool. is not the right word. Awesome is not the right word. Yeah. So much it's, has changed. But it's been such a fantastic journey. That's such an overused word, but it's been amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned you when when you started in the industry in the late nineties. You would in in those days. Yeah, email was around, but but I don't think mm-hmm. it was used nearly as enough and as much as it is now. That yeah, there were a couple of job boards, but you know certainly you know the the tools like LinkedIn and some of the technologies that we use now. We just weren't there, and and faxing resumes were, just was not uncommon. Can you talk a little about that time from a just from a business standpoint? Yeah, like I can. I it's so this is funny. I came in. I started just after they must have had email, and they probably had email for a while. But when I started back then, Troy would he put a huge stack of files on my desk and he'd say, this is just how you're going to start. You're just going to start calling people. And I'd been a recruiter for almost a year. I was comfortable with the phone. I was like, okay. And I kept looking at these resumes and I kept looking at like they were taped together at the top. Cause at the time you put, you used to tape your logo or your logo on top of the resume before you faxed it out. Oh yeah. And I finally, I saw a couple of these and I went to Clint. I'm like, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, we used to fax them out, but now we email them. And so by the time I started, yeah, we were we were emailing resumes, but they used to fax resumes. And I remember Kathy would tell stories and I know George would do this too. They'd run around town and actually drop them off in person to hear those old war stories. Oh, yeah. Funny. Drop the physical letter off with, with the resume in it. Yeah. The other funny story I have about that is... So we, I think we might have had Career Builder at the time I started. Yeah. But I was calling these candidates. And I, when I started, I started working with mechanical drafters and designers. And there's one particular recruiter in town that 
I'd call these people for this job and they're like, oh, so-and-so has already submitted me for the job. And so finally, after about the second or third one, I was like, how did this person get your resume? And they said, oh, it's a monster. And so I went to Troy and I'm like, we have to get (laughs) monster.com because we're losing out all these people to this competitor. And God bless them. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the job boards... It definitely flipped the recruiting model. Previous to that, if you knew you knew the drafters yeah. and designers by name, they knew who you were. They would connect with you when when they were laid off. Right. Well, when the job boards came about, you know, over overnight, if a candidate would post their resume online, every recruiter in yeah. town had the exact same information, had access. Yep. To that same information versus, quote unquote, in the old days, maybe two recruiters in town would know that a candidate was available because the candidate proactively reached out. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's, but it's that that has has changed uh, changed uh, pretty significantly. It has, it has, and I think one of the things that our staff has done really, really well is cultivate those relationships with those people. We don't treat candidates as commodities. Mm-hmm. You are a human being, of course, but we want to take the time to get to know. I think about Terry and Colleen all the time. And it's kind of a running joke of, oh my God, because they've got great memories and I have a terrible memory, but the networks that we've built over the 20 years, because I'm the baby in that trio at 20 years with the company. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that person that we might have talked to in 1999, we continue to talk to them and we make a point to catch up with them and continue to send them opportunities if they want to refer people to us. And then when they're ready, they'll pick up the phone and call or email and Mm -hmm. yep. And I, I, there was a candidate that I placed. I thought it was just like two years ago and I went and I looked and it's four. (laughs) But it's funny. I, Oh, I was like, I've got to place this person. His name is Troy. And I I would call him every time I got this particular engineering position in and he'd be like, oh, no, I'm not ready. Or, oh, I moved to a job, you know, a year ago. I'm not planning to go. I finally was able to place him. And I went back and I looked and I said, Troy, I've been trying to work with you for 10 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, it was just a matter of time. And, and that's just it. It's the matter of timing and it's the matter of the right job. But you keep, you keep just talking to your, we call it our network, but people, you know, our people in our industry yeah. and find yeah. out what makes yeah. pick. Yeah. They, yeah. They want to keep in touch with you and, you know, most, most people want to hear about new opportunities, but you knew what they were looking for and what, what types of roles and what they prefer for new positions. And you kept, kept him in mind and yeah, the timing and everything aligned. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing that Kathy just reiterated, the former owner of Prime Staff over Mm -hmm. and over and over. It doesn't matter what technology that we have. It doesn't matter what job boards we're on. Those are all great tools. But at the end of the day, people work with you because of you and yeah. how you treat them and how you make them feel. And yeah, never forget yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's great. And we we've talked and shift gears just a little bit. We talked as as a as a team uh, about each person's purpose and, and why mm-hmm. we enjoy recruiting or why we enjoy what we do mm-hmm. professionally. 
Could you talk a bit about what your thoughts are, are around your professional why? When we did this exercise, I kept thinking it had to be this like big profound thing, but it's not. I I love to make people happy. Mm-hmm. My professional why is to make you happy in the career choice that you make. And whether I can help you with that directly by placing you or indirectly by helping you with your resume, I'm going to do that. But if at the end of the day, it betters your life and betters your family's life that and makes you happy, then I'm fulfilled. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And your role is, is a great way to, to, to see that through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Great. What, um, what career search advice would you give someone who is entering the job market? There's so much. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that, that could be I, I, an entire uh, podcast series just itself. <laughs> just I'll, I'll st- I'm I'm gonna give two, and it's because yeah. when we when we started the lockdown for COVID, and mm-hmm. we did a roundtable, and I did two roundtables, and one was about resume writing, and another one was about your LinkedIn presence. And I would say that those are still two of, they can be a barrier to entry for some people, depending on the quality of both of them. Mm -hmm. So get those in line. And whether you reach out to me to help or somebody else to help you, those those two have to be solid. You don't want to, you hear the term all the time, throw a resume together. Yeah. And okay, fine, put a resume together, but put some time into it. Make sure you get multiple eyes on it because we still get people whose spelling mistakes, I might not catch them. Oh, yeah. Those keep people out of, out of a job if they're supposed to be detail oriented. And with the LinkedIn profile as well, and there, I have a lot to say about that, but make sure that it is professional and that your online presence is a, a true reflection of of who you are and what you want future mm-hmm. employers to see because they will look. Oh, everybody yeah. Googles everybody nowadays. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great advice. Yeah. Resumes, you know, they're one of those resumes to me is it's a bit like a piece of art. It's right. never perfect. And five different people right. can look at it and take something totally different away. Yeah. And yeah. You can always always add a little bit more more paint to it. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> the other thing quite done. <laughs> And the other thing about resumes that comes up over and over is seek advice from people that are in your industry about your resume. I've had people go to a resume writer and they pay hundreds of dollars to have somebody write their resume that doesn't know what technical people are looking for or who right. don't know what architectural companies are looking for. That's yeah, pretty important too. Yeah, someone with a marketing, someone with a you know, perhaps a very creative background and career, maybe we look at an engineering resume and think, wow, this needs to be, need to have three different colors on it. And mm-hmm. it needs to written cursive, for example. Or it's too <laughs> detail oriented. I tell yeah. engineers all the time, get specific. Tell me about your yeah. project. They write it very high level. And yeah, that's awesome. Great advice. Then in, in um, what are your thoughts on, on the job market for your, for your niche? Currently, you know, second quarter of 2021. How is the job market for your area? Awesome. It's really good. I, if I had five mechanical HVAC engineers and five or designers and electricals, I could place them today. 
I just okay. got, I just got off the phone with an A&E firm about an hour ago asking for another PE electrical. It's, it's yeah. good. This is a good time to make a change. And yeah. I think we're, and we're seeing that we're seeing com- people starting to see the light at the end of this COVID and people are getting vaccinated and they're more comfortable with the idea of a job change. And, yeah. and it's been starting. So it's, awesome. it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. Great. Great. Sounds good. Cool. Well, I wanted to lighten it up a little bit and go into a uh, lightning round questions. So <laughs> I have a few um, lightning rounds. So short answers. So right, first one, you ready? Yep. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Red. Awesome. What are you most looking forward to this year? I love summer. I can't wait to go to the cabin. I want to mm. get up to my mom's cabin. Mm. Awesome. Great. And then the, the next uh, section, uh, overrated or underrated? So oh, no. okay. a few different things. Just say, first thing that comes to mind, is this topic overrated or underrated? So for example, Stranger Things. I, is it overrated or underrated? I'm underrated. I like Stranger Things. I couldn't get my kids to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So they still have to watch it until they watch it. It's it's underrated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, Taylor Swift. And uh, oh, can't there be like a perfect? <laughs> I don't. I love her. I, her last two albums, I just had on repeat. So I, she's finally caught up to my demographic. Like mm-hmm. when she was a teenager, I was already an adult and had kids. And I was like, oh, I just don't have time for her. But now I, oh, I like her. So she's perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there should be a third option. The the Clubhouse app. And I don't know what it is. Underrated them? I don't know. Now I'm going to have to go look at it. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe underrated them. If you haven't, you don't know. Yeah, under, about I don't know it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Awesome. Well, lastly then, um, how can listeners get in touch with you? How can they how can they sync up with you? What's the best way to get in touch? So the best way to get in touch with me is to reach out either, either email or phone. My email is just jfitzke, F-I-T-Z-K-E at mm-hmm. comicprimestaff.com or text or call me at 651-472-2308. Or find awesome. me on LinkedIn. Yeah. So they, if they just plug in Twitter, LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm at Recruiter Jen MN for Minnesota on Twitter. Okay. Too. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Jen. This has been fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm going to have to go look up that Clubhouse app. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Then we can do it again. Okay. <laughs> thank right. you. Yeah. Bye, Jen. <laughs>